0: And as I'm helping her pick the things up, she says to me, well, Kenny, are we all set with our
1: tables and chairs for today's event? And I kind of look at her and I go, what event? Welcome to Beyond Clean with Jim, a podcast that brings to you on your schedule and your environment, current and relative conversations on subjects that impact you, the individuals in the cleaning industry who save lives every day. Beyond Clean with Jim is streaming to you through PodBeam from their studios inside Jim Supply in Central Florida. From their six locations, Jim Supply has been improving lives with Clean Supply since 1930. Check out our options today for education, product, and equipment at GymSupply.net. Check out the seven pillars of the Gym difference. At Jim, we are not just another vendor, we are your partner. Now let's join your host, Dave Thompson, as he talks with yet another influencer in the cleaning industry here on Beyond Clean with Jim. Well, folks, we're back with another podcast with Kenny Siebold. I know that you've probably heard from him before on this podcast, but if you haven't, uh, Kenny and his school, well, they, they were kind of a center of focus for us uh, the start of this year. Uh, Not that it was all planned, but hey, uh, things have worked out that way, and so Kenny has obliged us with uh, more of his time today. Kenny, we want to just check and make sure that all the connections are good. Hear you loud and clear, Dave. Thank you for having me again. So uh, if somebody hasn't heard from you before, let's catch them up with uh, who you are and where you're at. Yeah, sure. Uh, so
0: I'm I'm with the Flagler County School District. Uh, for those not familiar, where Flagler is located, we are relatively right smack in the middle of uh, Daytona Beach to our south and St. Augustine to our north. Um, we are the closest exit off 95 to the beach. Uh, just a beautiful community uh, to live and work in. Um, I've been with the school district since 1993. So next year, I enter my 38th year uh, here with Flagler Schools and my 38th year uh, in education. Uh, I started out as a teacher here in, at the Flagler Palm Coast High School, kind of worked my way through the ranks to become a dean, and athletic director, uh, assistant principal. And now for the last uh, two and a half years, been serving as our director of custodial services with our school district, which is composed of nine schools. So not a, a large school district compared to our two neighboring districts. Uh, uh, counties. Um, but uh, still still a lot going on here and uh, a lot uh, that we're responsible for with our custodial department, with our schools.
1: Well, as you're talking about responsibilities, the time of year is May and responsibilities and challenges for facility maintenance changes. Talk to us about it.
0: Yeah. So, you know, here's <laughs> I, I'll start us off with a, a great story uh, this morning. Um, our Ed Foundation is having a, a big event, a barbecue this weekend out on our government service building lawn. And um, they've had some changes with changes with administration there. Uh, and I saw the the woman who was running the running the event. She's coming across the parking lot and drops a box of kind of like envelopes the size of what you would put a diploma in. And as I'm helping her pick the things up, I, I, she says to me, well, Kenny, are we all set with our tables and chairs for today's event? And I kind of look at her and I go, what event? And she says, oh, my God, did we forget to send you the email and the work order? I said, Becca, I don't have anything. Um, so we quickly, uh, I contact my warehouse manager, uh, kind of tell him what's going on. And we kind of, you know, put some other things on the back burner and uh, kind of got what they needed today so that they're going to have, you know, a, a great event. It was, you know, tables, chairs, some trash cans, uh, things like that. But thankfully, I did run into her and, um, you know, kind of just those are just some of the things that go on at the end of the year. Um, we have two high schools. They'll be doing graduation practice, um, you know. And if, if you think about it, you just, you know, as a parent, you go to graduation and you see your your son or daughter, you know, go across the stage and, they stand up, they sit down at different times during the ceremony, um, but that's all very much planned out from how they enter the facility uh, to to where they to uh, you know where they're sitting. Um, you know that all has to be planned out. Now we're not part of of that in terms of when the, how the kids walk in, but we set up their gyms for them. Our custodial department does so that they have the the right number of chairs in each row. So we're at the Ocean Center and. Each row, I think, is 10 to 12 chairs, and there's, I don't know how many rows deep it is, but um, those are things kind of, as you get to the end of the year, um, that custodial takes on that's a little bit different than, than uh, you know, the normal course of the year. Uh, you know, we're in, we're also, May is, is uh, testing month, and the testing materials have to be securely gathered and brought to our government services, our curriculum office, and um, our, our custodial department. And, um, we have two, two mail couriers also, they'll be involved in gathering those testing materials, making sure they're secured and bring them to our curriculum office so that they can, uh, get, get sent out to where they need to go. Uh, and then finally, if you work at a high school as a custodian, you know, May is spring football month. <clears throat> and so all of a sudden now you've kind of got your locker rooms in full use, your weight rooms in full use. Uh, you're back to your, you know, your, your kind of deep cleaning protocols, um, you want to avoid things like Mercer and stuff like that. So, um, you have to get back into that routine, uh, with spring football. So while a lot of people think may kind of winding down, it's actually one of our, actually one of our most busiest months. Um, and I, w- I would think probably a lot of schools would agree to it, um, that that's the case.
1: You know, facilities maintenance doesn't stop because the kids leave the school building and the teachers go home for their three month, uh, vacation from right. school i don't want to make i don't want to make it sound like teachers take a vacation but but you know from school um mm-hmm. what so so is this the time to ramp up everything is there a break or is this just in facility maintenance or are you just shifting gears well i
0: think i think it's a shifting gears, but you're also you are ramping up because it's a little different procedure in the summertime um you know, one of the things that our district is, obviously, we do not have AC running fully in any of our buildings. So we meet with our, our plant services department and we develop a plan at each school as to where AC will be turned on for our custodians um, to work as a team doing their deep cleaning. So, for instance, uh, I'm very familiar with Matanzas High School. So our building five is a top and bottom floor building. We might ask our plant service department hey we need uh five days of ac in building five so our custodial team can get those classrooms cleaned now if you walk into building six um it's gonna be a little warm in there uh it's never that the air <laughs> conditioning's off but um it's not it's it's not as cool as it is as it would be in building five and so we're coordinating um with each of our nine schools with our plant service department and our custodial teams as to where they'll be in the buildings during the summer doing their deep cleaning Um, In addition to that, we have our floor teams coming in where they're stripping, waxing, buffing floors and and doing those type of things. It is it is a different approach um, because there aren't students there. So you don't have like the morning uh, routine in the dining hall or, you know, in your cafeterias or in the afternoon, Um, you know, you're you're. Um, you're not you're not going around the classrooms and cleaning trash cans each day or even restrooms each day. So that's curtailed a little bit. So you're right. It is it is a little bit of shifting gears and, and what the responsibilities look like each day.
1: For the uh, facility managers, the ones that are maintaining the buildings themselves, Kenny, um, do you see them getting ready? to do that type of maintenance that they couldn't do because the buildings were fully occupied. When you, when you said building six might not have air, uh, it's not a fully occupied building. So I'm making an assumption here. They're getting ready to do things on a schedule too.
0: Well, yeah, Oh, absolutely. There, there's, there is a lot of construction projects that that are going on um, during the school year. We've had meetings uh, throughout the year um, regarding that, whether it's, uh, you know, um, uh, making sure we're we're looking at our security at our reception areas and enhancing those areas for to be better secured. Um, we have some um, portables coming to one of our our middle schools as we work through a sixth grade transition, um, where our, our sixth graders are no longer going to be housed at our elementary schools. They're going to be moving to our two middle schools. So there's re- some refabrication that we've been doing in classrooms there. Um, there's you know a construction projects that's going on at one of our high schools because of the anticipation of added students. So the plant services is very busy as well. Um, and we, you know, we work with them as well. We have a moving team. And so if we're doing some things in offices, recarpeting, repainting, um, our moving team gets in there bright and early in the morning. They're there at five o'clock on sites and typically, you know, moving boxes, desks, furniture out into hallways so that um, you know, the company coming in to do the, the carpeting or tile work can get in there. And then you know they'll Go back the next day or two days later and move everything back in. So it's a coordinated effort. No question about it.
1: So do you feel that there's more orchestration uh, that needs to happen during the summer or or you get or, or is it just different orchestration of different things? Well, it's 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 done before the summer, because I think if you get into the summer,
0: we really try and have a plan laid out and a calendar laid out so that you know we kind of know what we're doing each month and we we might make adjustments depending as you know you know wh- whether supplies are coming in or or you know what what the supply chain looks like um so we might have to make some adjustments along the way but we typically um we're we're pretty much set right now in terms of what we're doing this summer um and where we're going and where our moving teams going so we kind of have that in place um, of course, you, you want to be flexible to make adjustments as needed. Um, but it's 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 kind of once the summertime comes, we're kind of rolling along and um, just just kind of, you know, getting that to-do list checked off each
1: day. So, you know, I'm, I'm kind of wondering, um, do, do you ever kind of get a head count of how many people you, t- you mentioned security? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's altogether different coming the summer because of, the different amounts of people. Um, I'm, I'm sure that that's, that's another summer issue that doesn't normally apply during the school year.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't know if we, you know, the Jessica Rumsford Act, I think is what you're referring to with vendors coming on campuses and things like that. Um, so when students are there, um, not that we don't watch the security of our campuses, we do, um, but we, we don't have to monitor that as closely as, as during the year. Um, with with projects going on, construction projects going on, and in terms of security, what what I was r- really referring to was um, each of our reception areas. So the f- the first place you walk into a school, uh, your first entry point, um, we're we're enforcing those areas so they're safer. Uh, there's there's uh, door jams there if you will I don't know if that's quite the terminology to be used but you can only get it, leave that area if you're released from the receptionist who's pushing a button to release the, the door arm. So those type of projects are, are going on and it's it's required some of our custodial team coming in there helping move things um, you know helping in terms of, of painting areas because how we're you know we might put a wall up or take a wall down um, so those are kind of things that we coordinate with our, our plant services department.
1: So uh, that sounds to me like there's updating going on, or is this just refurbing what had been? I'm, I'm just curious, is, yeah. is this a, a new thing, or has this just been an ongoing every year we do a little more?
0: Yeah, well, the assessor funds that we've gotten from COVID, um, some of those are, are being used for for security purposes, Um it's, we're actually kind of getting to the end of it and feeling very, you know, comfortable. I mean, security is something you, you evaluate all the time. You keep an eye on it all the time. We work very carefully um, with, with our our sheriff's department here in the County um, to kind of make sure that we, we um, you know, we have a a good entry point, safe entry points. Um, And so we, we always evaluate that, but in terms of enforcing our, our uh, security areas, our reception areas, um, we're we're doing our last schools this this summer. So all of our schools will have, as you said, some refurbishment or just kind of reenhancing enhancing uh, the safety protocols uh, that we, we have in place for, for each of our schools. Each school is different. Um, and so you have to take that in into in hand. There's just not one answer or one fix it or one way to do it. It just it just depends upon the layout of the school and um, you know what, what you have there.
1: You in custodial? Um, d- does does your job change during the next few months on a daily basis? Do you get to kick back a little bit, or I mean, I mean, I know you said this been in the plan, so you've got this, you got all the next three months all planned out, right? Um, I, I feel pretty confident about it. As I said, you know, there's there's
0: always things that pop up, um, i.e., this this morning with uh, tables and <laughs> chairs. Um, I actually had two meetings this morning, so I was kind of dressed in my meeting wardrobe and um, I spoke to Bob, my warehouse manager, and I said, you know, because this was a last minute thing, we had to get this done. I said, look, I got to get these meetings, um, but if I need to go home and change into some jeans and sneakers or work boots, um, you know, let me know. Um, and he said that, you know, he felt like they had it done and they did get it done. But during the summer, um, it's, it's things like that that could happen. Um, I fully expect to be, you know, helping move some boxes and, and <laughs> things like that. It's just, it's just part of the job. Um, it, it just becomes, it becomes a little different. You, you are available to get out to the schools more. It's a little easier to get to the schools um, than in the summertime. Um, and we try and do some nice um, fellowship with with our custodians, myself and my two two supervisors. We go to each uh, each school during the summer and um, we treat the custodial teams at each school to a nice barbecue lunch. We do some hamburgers, hot dogs, stuff like that. And we just go to all of our schools and do that over the summer and kind of do a little extended lunchtime with them. So we, we try and obviously we want to be out there visible. We know how hard they're working. And um, you know, just kind of offering that that little thank you uh, during the summer. But um, it's you know, we have a great great crew here. We're we're very blessed with the people that we have in our in our custodial department.
1: Well, Kenny, it sounds like uh, I'm I need to uh, get a few more podcasts in with you before the summer starts because I might not get any of your time. <laughs> Well, we always have
0: time for you, Dave. That's not a, that's not a problem. You're very gracious with this. And uh, it's, it's, uh, I just hope, I mean, I I don't, I haven't been doing this long. I'm sure there's a lot of people I've learned a lot. I continue to learn a lot. And I I think the one thing I I was a a basketball coach for a number of years and a teacher. And the one thing I've learned you always hear is, is, you know, you steal other people's good ideas. And uh, that's what I'm all about. And Working, collaboratively with with other professionals. I think we all have to help each other in this industry. And the people I've met uh, and from what I've learned here in the short time I've been doing it, it's just it's just been tremendous. And um, so, if if I can offer a little bit of help or advice advice to somebody, then uh, you know it's time well spent. I I don't mind that at all.
1: Well, I thank you for uh, for the time this afternoon. Uh, we we try to get uh, a little bit of your time every once in a while. Thank you very much and. Uh, I know that uh, uh, we had our conference here, and we highlighted uh, you and uh, Ron, uh, and it was a, a pleasure to have uh, been able to do that. Uh, looking forward to those uh, rock star nominations coming in from you soon. Absolutely. Yes, for sure. Well, folks, uh, you, you heard it from the man. He's been there long enough uh, to know that this is not a singular job. And you might've thought, well, you know, facility maintenance or plant management, you know, what, what what he's talking about custodial stuff, but you see how custodians we're everywhere. We get, we get tied up with anything and everything as the year goes on. I think one of your podcasts, Ken, you even talked about landscaping and lawn mowing and stuff like that. And, you know, Hey, this is the time for the growing season. So I'm sure that next time, maybe we can get somebody off of their lawn mower long enough to come in and talk with us. Huh?
0: Yeah, I, I could definitely try, try and work on that. They were actually just out here, uh, this morning, lowing, mowing and weed whacking. And so it's, uh, it's like I said, there. you know, the one thing here at our school district that we do, um, you know, we have our site-based, uh, landscapers, if you will, they take care of their, their, their common grounds. And then, um, we have a district wide, uh, lawn crew that, um, takes care of, of some outside areas of the school and, uh, Things of that nature. So it's just at our two high schools is where the site-based um, maintenance guys are because you're dealing with athletic fields, a softball field, a baseball field, a football stadium. Um, there's just a lot of stuff going on there to, to maintain those those uh, facilities.
1: You know what? It might be interesting for somebody that uh, listens to our podcast to find out how you maintain palm trees. Well, um,
0: I, <laughs> I, I do know we had, we had a company locally that we're contracted with. Uh, that comes in, and I don't know their rotation, uh, but they used to come into Matanzas around Thanksgiving time. To uh, we had a, a bunch of palm trees. We since um, the principal there has got rid of some of them because of growth. We need some other areas uh, to extend our outside eating area. But um, yeah, it's it, it's a job cutting those palm trees. I I watch these guys get up in these ladders, and and I'm like, oh my gosh! I go up a six foot ladder, I get dizzy. I don't know how they do it. <laughs>
1: Well, facility maintenance at a school district has more to do than just what some people think we uh, or think they think, and we thank you for your time this afternoon, Kenny, and uh, we'll tag you again. Have a good uh, rest of the week. Thank you, Dave. Appreciate it.